every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And the country is being rocked by the economic policies of Joe Biden, actually the puppeteers behind the scenes, Nice. Susan Rice, uh, and Joe's wife. My wife told me yesterday, Dave, I'd pull the plug on you if you were that feeble. She goes, well, what kind of wife is that? I agree. I agree. Those people are making all the decisions for the country. They're unelected, and Joe is just a figurehead. But nonetheless, things are just, I'm telling you, we're in trouble across America. But we have help on the way. We have Robert Kudla of Trade Genius. And he's going to come on. He's going to tell us where we're at, where he sees things going. And in that, you'll get pearls of wisdom about what you can do. Uh, and when I say trade genius, I, if you've never heard uh, Bob speak before on our show, uh, he has one of the most successful trading companies, I'm sure, with the highest rate of return on the market. It's just unbelievable. And they win two out of three trades. It's absolutely fantastic what he does. So if we want to know what to do, in the midst of all this tragedy coming out of Washington, I can't think of anybody better to go to. Bob, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. And I just want to start with one question right at the top. What the hell is Trade Genius going to do about this so-called uh, joke of a title, anti-inflation bill? Yeah, so nothing's changed. You know, just like the Affordable Care Act. Um, you remember the Affordable Care Act was the... Was the between you and your between between you and your between you and your doctor. Yes. And, uh, and uh, but at the end of the day, you had um, uh, the the insurance company out of uh, Minneapolis what went up eleven hundred percent in eight years. Same thing's going to happen here with the anti-inflation bill. You know, you're going to see the cost of what I call industrial commodities to go through the roof. In fact, in anticipation of this move is that we've 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 added to our uranium, we added to our uh, our copper uh, trades, and then all and also now you start to see silver and gold get a bid, and also Bitcoin get a bid because everybody and their brother recognizes the fact that what they're doing here is. Is they're trying to play a Keynesian game, and and they're uh, they're they're trying to raise rates at the same time they're they're trying to spend more government money, but government's the most inefficient spender of money, and all it's going to do is raise costs on the things that they're trying to um, uh, they're trying to subsidize, and that and that's just going to raise the cost of living. And anybody and their brother thinks that energy prices are going to collapse. Um, you know, right now, Biden's taking credit for what's called the seasonal lull. You know, I think we talked about this before. Uh, markets tend to bottom in June, and they tend to uh, top in, in oil in June. And then in September, you get a reversal where uh, oil starts to move higher again, and the markets have a, a bit of a swoon. And we're setting up perfectly for this. And, of course, they take credit for what usually happens anyway and and so yeah so i call this the inflationary depression i probably coined that term with you before whereas everybody is nominally employed but nobody can afford anything okay that's where we are yeah i did a podcast on that very concept i didn't call it the way you did it but what i said was you may get a pittance of a pay raise but it pales in comparison to inflation and over the long haul you can't keep up 
No, you, you can't. Your lifestyle is just going to keep keep walking down, and uh, and so and this this thing that they said this is designed for the the people. You know, this is just another um, uh, for the younger people listening. This isn't just another boomer grab, right? They're, they 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 locked in um, insulin costs, and they and they locked in prescription price costs, right? And and then all the kids that are working in the gig economy are all going to get scrutinized mercilessly by all these IRS agents because everybody's been, um, um, you know, people don't cheat on their taxes by trying to take extra, um, you know, uh, exemptions or deductions or whatever. They, the big money is for people that are avoiding income. Okay. And, and that's why they're, that's why they're hiring so many agents because there's so many people that are hiding income. And they're just going to go ahead and um, uh, they're going to go after all these people. I just thought the Hispanic community, if they're not Republicans now, in three or four years, they'll all become Republicans because all those people work on a cash basis. Yes. And and they're going to start. Um, uh, they're going to start. Their bank accounts are all going to get scrutinized. So. Wow. Um. Let let me ask you this question from a personal perspective, because I think it'll relate to a lot of people out there, but I go one extra step. I have a guy who does my taxes, has for years, and he's a former IRS auditor. And I tell him, cut no corners, just give me the regular deductions I can take without being uh, suspected of being a criminal. And we do. So we, we work really hard to make sure that we pay our taxes correctly. Most Americans do that. Do they have anything to worry about that? Or are those kinds of people going to be subject to harassment as well? You know, I think the regular people are the people that are going to be the ones that are going to get the most interest. Look, if you, um, I would say regular folk, it's, they're really going to focus on the income side and, and, uh, Look, a lot of the cheating is people don't report income that they make, number one. Number two, they claim exemptions they don't have, okay? And in terms of, of like, child tax credit and uh, what do you call it, the EIC. Um, and um, and so those those are the – that's the area those folks are going to be scrutinized. Um, small businesses are going to, you know, I would say LLCs and S-Corps – you know they're gonna they're gonna look at are you paying yourself enough um, are you are you paying your payroll are you, are you paying yourself as an employee versus paying yourself as an owner that's gonna come under credit scrutiny uh, to explain that a little bit will you because I'm not yeah, sure so I'll yeah. give you for example so like I own a corporation right and, um, and my CPA always advises me to make sure that you pay yourself commensurate with your time that you're putting into the business so and uh, you know and, and there's like a rule of thumb out there you know if you're if you made a hundred thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars in profit right you know uh, and you you pay yourself a um, you know distribution right that's at a lower tax rate than if you had if you paid yourself as an employee you see what I'm saying yeah so they're gonna look at those kind of ratios and uh, uh, so that you you know because the government needs to get their FICA income that's going to come under a lot of scrutiny and then i'm sure if you have a lot of zany uh expenses you know those those ratios are going to get evaluated too so that that's those are the areas it's but it's as general rule it's going to be the you know the poor people who are doing a lot of gig stuff if you will or or what i would call the shadow economy there's going to be a lot more flashlights on it and those who are um uh in small businesses, they're going to probably get harassed more. Mm, yeah, unfortunately, that could be me. That's uh, I have an LLC, and it's like a pass-through, and I do we do a fifty-five forty-five split between the two spouses, myself and my wife. One's on Social Security, one's not. That's why we do it that way, and that's the advice of our uh, tax guy. Um, so I'm wondering how much that's going to come into play. So yeah, you know, I'm going to be making a call to him today now that I hear this. Yeah, if you use a CPA, I wouldn't be too too concerned okay you know and uh it's just um you know uh, i mean i hate to say this I, I i don't think these people necessarily want to destroy your life you know it's just that um 
it's just that you know you get caught in the web you know um you know I don't know. Greed kills. How's that? <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Uh, yeah, what I'm thinking about here. I'll say, yeah, greed kills, and and so, you know, just don't be a ratio. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. But it, that's really not my point, though. You know, um, I'm troubled by that many IRS agents because in the past they've they've been proved to be foot soldiers for the Democratic Party. So. Um, You're right. And, and this this Democratic Party, um, whatever this iteration is, has proven they weaponize everything and everyone to to destroy their political opponents. So, you know, uh, that's that's the only thing that, that I don't like about it is is that uh, um, we now have it's really the government against its people. I totally agree, and so there's no no mistake where I stand politically. So, yeah, batten down the hatches. That's what my wife and I were talking about that last night. Batten down the hatches because here they come. But everything's pretty tight. You know, I do. I have both my studios at my home out here in rural Arizona. Uh, but it's documented what I do, and I'm just thinking, how can they harass you? And I said this to a friend of mine who's also an accountant last night. He says, Dave, this administration will find every way they can to come after you. And people need to realize if you're an America First, a MAGA supporter, and, and that shows up, they're going to come after you. Um, it'll kind of like be Alex Jones on defamation trial, fifty million dollar settlement. <laughs> so um, it's it's pretty pretty unseating, pretty unsettling here what we're going through. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what we can do about it, but let, let's go to other aspects of the bill. I, I wanted to ask you about the something I've learned about called cobalt. Now, we're being pushed into electric cars no matter what, uh, and this bill, I, I read through the bill uh, as it came out, and and uh, gosh, give me credit for, for staying with the task. It was difficult, but here's what I found. Uh, electric cars, good. Uh, regular cars bad they're really going after pushing you to electric cars which very few people can afford but here's the other thing that they're doing um, electric cars are heavy into cobalt support and there's only a few places in the world you can go to to get it and and the main source in in the congo is controlled by china yeah actually um it's funny that you said that um this weekend i did a uh, a thing for our folks um, is that there's a uh, American cobalt mine in um, Colorado and there's one in Canada that uh, that that are that are in production. So there are some U.S. based mining companies out there, and you'll see that get a lot more attention because not not so much because China controls that is that all these countries are going to start raising their royalty fees to export their minerals. So you want to be you want to be buying companies with their mineral rights in the US. That's why I like FCX. They own the four of the five biggest copper mines in the United States. There's a company out there called Canada Cobalt which is a um, uh a cobalt silver miner in eastern Canada that that has potential for like a nine and a ten bagger if we start really getting rolling again on silver and uh, they produce both cobalt kind of is always produced with something else and so uh, so that's another one that's um, uh, what, what I'm focused on so there is a in uranium as well so um you're, you're going to see. So we 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 at Trade Genius have interest in U.S. based uh, um, miners. So you know we own FCX, we own um, Canadian Cobalt, we own um, the um, Iranian companies. You know Quad U, uh, CCJ. Um, we just closed the position we had in the fertilizer company in Mosaic. And so so there's some. Um, there, there's some good opportunities for us here. Yeah, cobalt's not the only thing. That, you know, nickel is huge. And nickel, the biggest nickel producer, at least the publicly traded one, was out of Russia, Novor, uh, Norlisk. And that one's gone there. And here's a company here that um, already broke out on me. I put it out on Friday. 
a Saturday over the weekend, but it already popped. But there's a company that has cobalt mines in the U.S. and other places. And um, if if you guys join my service, I'll uh, I'll give it to you. There's my tease. So wow, that's uh, uh, let me tell you, Bob. What I what I read. Uh, what I learned about cobalt, anyway, to get into this, you need to get into this. Because even if we have a change of administration, the course has been set. It's going to be difficult, I think, to reverse that course. Um, so uh, how do people, you said if people join us, uh, this is your tease, we'll, we'll, we'll get you involved in this. How do people do that? Yeah, so if you just go to Trade Genius, um, TradeLegatGenius.com or TradeGeniusAcademy.com, and you... Um, Select one of our seven bundles, stocks, crypto. Crypto's on the move now, too. Uh, training or our VIP room where we trade options and and futures. Um, you get 65% off our normal pricing, and it's already pre-discounted. And, or you can use uh, promo code SUMMER and get 40%. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time turn off anything that's non-bundled and i think that uh, i haven't heard that promo code is august august excuse me yeah yeah i'm thinking (laughs) i'm still thinking don't mean to correct you but i just yeah i want to make sure that we give people the opportunity here and that's just part of my summary sheet yeah Um, yeah. so if i use the wrong promo code we'll still accept it (laughs) okay well that sounds good if it's bob's fault but i think you have to take advantage by saturday to get the pricing and uh and so what we do dave i think is most important is i think and i think we're unique in, in this industry you know not only do we give you trades every day but we we also um uh teach you how to use our system and we give you access to our indicator slash algorithms and then we have chat room which you can communicate with me uh, all day long. I have just I have, I have uh, Discord and I can see all the conversations going, uh, notifications and and when I need to be involved and engaged, I just go ahead and I jump in and jump out. And we give we just give people a firm foundation. And so 
but you do take advantage by, by, by Saturday. And what we charge for service is nothing for what you get out of it. And so uh, just a couple trades. Um, you know, I put people in trades last week that are just uh, are, are doing really nicely. You know, uh, FCX is doing great. Uh, just put people back in a shipper called Zim. Just blew out today. Um, chance for another eight or ten dollar move on that. Plus, it plays it pays a dividend. You know, so there's just a, a lot of uh, good opportunities, and hopefully, heartwarming for all of us is that in this environment, inflation is going to run hotter than the Fed's going to be able to slow it down, and that should help uh, us in in trading um, our you know gold and silver. People who've been long suffering that area. You know, we're getting a bid. I'm a long-term holder of Hecla, Barrett Gold, and and uh, I think uh, we're starting to see some good sparks of life. Hecla has been moving nicely over the last week to 10 days. I think people have been waiting for this move. The Inflation Reduction Act by spending another trillion dollars is not de- not deflationary. It's inflationary. Yes. <laughs> and it's going to be uh, it's going to be one of those another gaslight where. They're going to claim things that aren't true. So, uh, and and uh, and just cherry pick the data. But overall, your standard of living will fall unless you have an ability to outrun it by buying assets that are going to perform faster than than the uh, uh, economy is going to take it away from you. Bob, if we include gas and food, which they conveniently leave out of the CPI, what do you estimate the inflation rate to be? Yeah, so that's the big bone of contention. So um, that's on Wednesday. So we've been running about eight uh, percent. Um, I'm I'm hearing, and I'm kind of in the camp, like six point six percent this time. But that's a that's such a bullshit number anyway. Um, you know, we're probably inflation rate is twice that because they just add all kinds of nuances to the and hedonistics to the to the number. But we're running. We're running higher than that, um, but 6.6 is what I'm hearing. What's interesting, Dave, is that you have the inflation rate going to can go to zero, but that's meaningless to your life because you know Biden's been bragging that the last 60 days, you know, oil prices have fallen, blah 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 blah, but it's still two dollars a gallon higher than when he took over. Okay. And so you can get an inflation rate of zero, but gas can still be unaffordable for you. Are you tracking with me? Oh, I got it. I got it. It's kind of like saying, I'm not hitting you as much as I was. I'm only hitting you half as much, but I'm still hitting you. Yeah. At some point, I'm not hitting you any harder, okay? But you're hitting me hard enough. Exactly. And so, you know, the real number that people really need to be paying attention to is what I call the inflation rate uh, over your wage rate inflation rate okay and so if if that number rises right so let's say you let's say your compensation went up 10 percent i'm making it up okay your compensation went up 10 percent but the cost of living went up 12 percent you know you're falling behind if you're if inflation's up 6.6 percent but your inflation rate for wages is zero you're falling behind you see what i'm saying exactly when that number when that number is over one you're falling behind, and so what people tend to tend to fail to understand is that you know you may get a hundred thousand dollars of income, but if your tax rate moved up because of uh, you know your situation or your benefit costs have gone up, okay, you have to subtract that off, right? So you have to do what's called net pay, net of benefit costs. So you may be making a hundred thousand, but you know your net pay might be sixty five thousand because of all the, uh, you know you're you're paying your half of insurance, you're paying your half of social security, you're paying your federal and state, and that sixty five thousand number is the number that you place against your cost of living, and and once you start doing that and you're saying hey my net is going down, but the cost of things I need are going up. It becomes problematic, and that's that's where we are, and that's why I always use the phrase inflationary depression, because you got the government out there bragging about how wage rates are going up, but you know, 
they 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 tout that number and then they 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 uh, suppress the cost of living. But people know it intuitively because you can only spend so much money. And 223 million new credit cards in 2022. That tells you all you need to know. Wow. I. Uh, I'm just flabbergasted how stupid they think we are because everything you're saying makes sense and they don't count the two most important items on the list for inflation and that's gas and food. Yeah, you know what's interesting, Dave? I just did a, uh, I just looked at my food budget year over year and uh, so my inflation rate of food, because I don't eat processed food, I only, we only buy and we cook, right? Uh, And that, that, that price is actually nominal year over year. But what it? But we also go out to eat once a week, and that that's up thirty three percent year over year. Yes, we noticed that too. Yeah, now, I think I'm unique, you know, in that I don't buy a lot of processed foods, you know. Uh, so, but I think people who buy processed foods, I think that that inflation rate's like fifteen, fifteen to twenty percent, and a lot of people go out to eat. Like my daughter, she never eats at home. You know what I mean? She uh, she either. Door dashing or or swinging through, you know, grabbing Chick Fil A or or whatever, you know, her her food budget is probably up fifteen twenty percent year over year. Yeah, they don't they don't count it, and uh, but that's where people live. You know, there's you know if you if you look at a at a at a you know a scale, you know, eighty percent of what people spend money on are what they call the have to haves, right? The four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Food, energy. Rent and healthcare, and so those things are all up substantial. Look, you know, rents are still going up double digit. Fed could do very little about that; they can't create the supply. Okay, and energy, like I said, this this swoon going into end of summer is going to reverse come September, and uh, food prices will go right back up with energy. So, and then healthcare costs are just grinding away at at low low double digits every year. So, you know, we 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 have an effective tax rate, effective inflation rate, you know, of what I would consider like fifteen sixteen percent, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Whatever they can call it, whatever they want. Your your standard of living is falling by fifteen sixteen percent a year. Wow! And if I heard you correctly. You think everything's going to begin to accelerate again, inflationary wise, in September? Well, yeah. So I think the core costs are going to go up in September. Okay, how they hide that in the inflation number, you know, is is you know that stuff's all you know black box stuff. But you're going you're going to see your cost of living again accelerate going into September and October. Now, the people that have the best deal here, you know what's so funny is that this was a Boomer Cost Reduction Act, right? They they, 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 they capped prescription drugs. They capped insulin. If you own a home, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're not, you're, you're not, your home costs aren't going up 10 to 15% a year. But young people rent. <clears throat> young people do the gig economy, right? So, so the, the young people are, um, are basically still getting priced out of this economy. It's just that this was just another thing to, uh, uh, you know, protect the the old folks and protect the budget from getting blown completely sky high. Yeah, boy, I, there's so many avenues to follow up with questioning on this because it opens up such a can of worms. Let's talk about the young people for a second. Um, I'm going to give you a crazy conspiracy theory, except uh, the elements support the theory. Uh, you had Janet Yellen boldly proclaim about a year ago, and she did it multiple times with the Senate, twice that I recall. She said, we're going to tax your unrealized income on home appreciation. Okay, well, no one can afford to pay that if if you're because uh, because BlackRock makes sure the homes appreciated in some markets twenty to fifty percent, and that's what they were paying in mass over market, and so it, that was one avenue. 
The other avenue is I believe they're lying on the jobs reports because I read 10, 11 top corporations that were reducing their size by 11 to 17%. The most notable was Amazon that cut 100,000 jobs. Yet they're telling us they added a half a million jobs, doubled the amount expected. That's a lie. I think they were only given the Federal Reserve an excuse to raise home mortgage rates, quote, to slow down the heat of the economy. Let me tell you where I'm going with this when I consider all these factors. I think there is a decided effort on the part of this administration to limit home ownership, particularly with new buyers, but also if they get this appreciation, what they call an unrealized income factor in through the Senate and the House, they're going to take away homes from existing homeowners that won't be able to afford to pay the increased tax. We're already paying increased property taxes because of this nonsense, but this unrealized income will break the backs of a lot of people. You want to take that apart for us? Am I way off in left field somewhere? Well, I agree with your first your first part of your sentence. I just think the second part of what would, would be political suicide is so they're not going to touch it. So uh, they're, they're not going to try to start taxing unrealized wealth. Um, it, it's it's such a boogeyman that can you imagine they would need 87,000 IRS auditors just to figure out what people owned and what it was worth. Okay, It would be a full-time job for a million people because um, and that has a cascading effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and it would hurt the counties because you know, let's say you owned your home and they, they try to tax it, right? Now your million dollar home goes to six hundred thousand, right? Well, guess what? You go to your county assessor and say you're dropping my taxes. You know. Yeah, we've been through that here in Maricopa County, where I live. I live in the rural region, and we've been through this. They did this to us before, and it took three years to do a catch up. Yeah, so it's, um, I don't think the second part's gonna happen. It's just, you know, these are just trial balloons they throw up there. But it's just impossible to manage. You know, I mean, when do you take it? Like, do you, do you take a thing in January and then, and then you uh, get taxed in January and by the time December rolls around, you know, Apple went from 160 a share to $100 a share. You see what I'm saying? They take an average for the year, you know. So it's just it's just untenable and it's unworkable, you know. Now, what I could see him doing, and I could see having a national property tax, for sure. I could see them adopting a VAT tax, for sure, you know. But I think unrealized gains on uh, unrealized gains on on uh, assets is is just it's just unworkable. <sighs> Okay, so all this added up, let's go to that September as that key month you mentioned. That's uh, at least six weeks before the election. And I don't care how they cover it up with their BS explanations. When people are feeling pain, they're feeling pain. They don't care what the government's telling them what the numbers are. I don't see, well, right now, 80% of the Republicans voted in the primary. Uh, and about half of that for the Democrats. You add these factors up, how, you know, other than talking about the forbidden topic, which we can't, I don't see how they can make up the deficit for the election. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, obviously, unless there's a, the subject we can't talk about. Yeah. But, um, it's, um, uh, I, I think the cake is baked because people aren't mad just about that. They're just mad in general. Okay. And I, I think it's a problem. So, okay, I think yeah, you're right. And look at, I mean, and look who's winning the primaries, right? And 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 they can see that the Republican base is energized and are coming out to vote. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Yeah. Um, this is really out of left field, but I just want your opinion. There is now strong sentiment in the J6 committee 
to call Alex Jones to be a witness. And I'm thinking, number one, what are you, uh, what are you getting? And number two, how is he even relevant? None of that stuff. Look, what they're doing now is they're just they're just trying to. It's it's just basically witness intimidation. I, I think they're just throwing crap up on the wall and hope something sticks. Oh no 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 no! They they know nothing will stick. That's not their point. Their point is to is to silence their silence their dissenters. That's all this is. That's true. Well, that's what the Alex Jones trial was all about. Um, yeah, I just. No, I, I will say though, is Alex Jones? You know, I mean, what the heck was he thinking? I know. I hear you. I would never have said the parents were actors. I agree, but. That's even a gray area if that's defamation, according to the lawyers I've talked to. They said that's a weak case, and it certainly isn't worth $50 million to one family. Yeah, well, that's just, you know, that's a jury trial. I mean, by the time that thing gets through, you know, that thing will go all the way up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, it will. It, it totally will. I totally agree with you. I just, but this, this just shows the division that's in this country. It's, it crosses all lines right now. Um, how do you predict these trends? As, as you see the country taking sides on certain issues that will show up economically of ultimately, how, how do you decipher all this? Um, well, I, I take advantage of, of, um, of, human nature never changes right so the government will always opt on the side of inflation okay because they're uh, uh, they can't absorb deflation okay mm-hmm. so deflation always has to be imposed upon a government number one number two is the fed uh, their job is to protect the government and to protect the banks so you know they're they can only push this these interest rates up so high, okay? They're gonna have to they're gonna have to relent at some point because it'll it'll bankrupt the government, okay? Or it'll bankrupt the banks. So um, so those are the two biggest drivers that that I I can foresee, and so you you just trade accordingly, and then beyond that. You know, I'm a big believer in what's called the wisdom of the crowds, right? You know, insiders always know more than I do. And so I wait for enough insiders to start to stampede. And, uh, you know, my joke is I'm a seagull, right? I'm just waiting for the bait ball to come up. So I don't, I don't have to necessarily predict. I have my understanding of things. I know there's not enough oil, so oil prices will go higher. I know there's not enough uranium. Uranium prices will go higher. I know there's not enough copper, so I know copper prices, cobalt prices are going to go higher. I know that the price of natural gas is going to go higher because it costs three times to five times as much in Europe, and we're going to freeze it, liquefy it, we're going to send it over to Europe, so my prices will go up. All right? And then I know that countries around the world are going to start protecting their their assets and those prices are going to go up so i know i should focus on north america where it's a little bit more difficult for those things to happen and and so i then trade accordingly and i know the population is getting older so that changes what they buy and how they live and i know the young people are getting poorer so knowing those things um, you can then make a fairly decent judgment as to where you think things are going to go. Now, you could be wrong for a month or six weeks, but you're going to be right as range six months to two years out. Okay? okay, okay. And so, but fortunately for us, we've been pretty much right. The only thing that is that I have been getting wrong at all have been is my my hedges on the short side. You know, and you have to have hedges because you just never know when the elevator is going to show up. <clears throat> Yeah, in other words, you have to anticipate what's coming and make a good guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's, I think that's really sound. I, the six months to two years aspect, I think you're right on the money with that because I have found that just from covering things. But with regard to the old population, the older population, and the young population, um, you've got a real dichotomy of citizen interest there. And I'm wondering about the interplay 
And is this going to lead to natural class warfare that the government can exploit? Uh, where will the, where will this administration come down on who they're going to support, uh, who they're going to help, who they're going to screw or screw everybody? Uh, take that dynamic and talk about how this divergent set of interests between age groups is going to play out. Well, I mean, look, this last piece of legislation is the old people's dog power, right? And so, um, so look, the, the constituencies that the Democrats supporting is, right, their old white base and their woke progressive base, right? So that hasn't changed. They protected the hedge funds, right? They protected um, uh, the old line Democratic white voter, and they, they threw uh, a bone to the woke re- renewable crowd, right? So, um, so yeah. So that's that's where they are. So at some point, I say the next five years, the uh, that vote will then dissipate in terms of of uh, meaning versus the young people. And so, if the young people get engaged, then you'll start seeing things change. But um, but everything's still geared towards the people who have the money and are voting. And that hasn't changed. Yeah, but if I were a liberal Democrat right now. I'd be taking advantage of the pain the young people are going to feel to raise a socialist Marxist class, and you're certainly seeing that in the education system. Yeah, you do. But you know what's funny is that um, it's not sticking to the kids. So, because um, they, they see none of it. They, they keep talking about socialism, but uh, they're, they're going after their Venmo accounts. They're going after their Zelle accounts, right? They're, they're going after their PayPal accounts. You know, um, they they they're they're allergic to the gig economy. These kids, I, they I think they fundamentally doesn't don't understand these kids. These kids really truly want to be on islands. They they don't want to participate in daddy's world. Okay, they 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 want to be left alone. They want to they want to get a laptop, live in Costa Rica for six weeks, right? Uh, work from their laptop. You know. Uh, get enough money, get home, you know, take another trip. These kids have very little interest in accumulating wealth. They're into accumulating experiences. And it, it's frustrating the hell out of the Democrats because they can't get these kids to be all riled up. The only people they got riled up are these woke, um, you know, the woke um, non-binary crowd, right? And how, what percentage of the community is that, right? But other, everybody else wants to be left alone. You know, I walked through with my daughter how much it's going to cost her to move out. You know, she's 21 and she's already starting to think in these terms, right? She has a job now and everything else. And and she's like, why is that so much expensive? Why is that so much money? Why is that so much money? You know, and as I explained it to her, you know, it's like, okay, you know, not blaming Republicans for that. And I'm like, hey, look, the Democrats are keeping things from getting built, Right. The reason why the taxes are high, Democrats are in charge of our state. So, you know, it's just all those those things. And these kids are like, you know, my daughter's like, hey, I want to work hard for nine months and I want to screw around for three. You know, that that's that's they see no value in the world at all. And they're not alone. Look at China. Under 25, 19.8% unemployment rate. These kids opted out in China, opted out in a communist country. They just won't work. Okay. <laughs> How do they eat? By ten years demographically, you know, and China's literally going to implode. So, so yeah, I think I think they think it's the '60s all over again. But that was a baby boom thing, where the kids didn't want to go through World War II. They heard all the stories from their parents, you know, how horrible World War II was, and then the government was serving them up Vietnam, and these kids were like, "Hell no, I won't go," you know, and. Um, and so now they're trying to create. That's why the climate change thing and the woke thing is so big to them. They think I got to get these kids excited about the future, and these kids just simply aren't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I read through the climate change bill, and so we got to be careful what we say. And I'm not opposed to taking care of the environment, so that's my disclaimer. But I didn't see anything in this new bill that will directly impact planetary climate. Um, I saw a few mitigations on the part of federal agencies and a notion to plant more trees. And I'm thinking, this is infinitesimal compared to what they say we need to be doing. 
so it's just there's nothing for the kids to identify with your point is well taken um i was thinking that too there's if i was an ardent um environmentalist bob i'd be disappointed in what they passed in this bill yeah yeah look it's this was all a sop to the uh the people that have money that want to have renewable you know power right uh and uh and yeah so there was nothing right they couldn't get anything radical approved you know um so that's they just took what they could get right i just what what do you anticipate the tax hit is going to be on america with all that this administration is doing the average worker right now say making seventy five thousand a year what do you think the tax hit for them is going to be it's got to be enormous well look i would say it depends so um you know in my in my zone where i'm at um uh, i don't expect too much of a change uh but the uh i would say people making less than fifty thousand are going to pay a lot more in taxes than they have because they they uh as you raise their the minimum wage you're pushing people out of subsidies and you're pushing them into higher tax brackets okay so um I'm in the highest tax bracket, so I can't get any higher. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, and and in the the uh, you know, in four hundred k before you get to the next level. But you know, if you you know if you're dancing around four hundred k, there's a lot of things you could do to hide that money until you don't make that money anymore. And I mean, hide it legally. You know, you could defer and all kinds of stuff. You know, if you're making that kind of money. You, your, 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 your DHR department, you know, you, you have their ear, okay? <laughs> and yeah. they'll work out some sort of benefit plans. I, I don't want 87,000 uh, IRS workers knocking down your door. So when you say defer, you're talking about things like SEP accounts where your income that with that money doesn't really yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, not just you, SEP. I mean, look, when I was an executive corporate job, you had literally deferred income. You could defer your income. You know, you become an unsecured creditor to the corporation. So, let's say they, they take the tax rate, you know, from four four hundred thousand. You make four hundred fifty thousand. You can then opt out. You can say, "I want fifty thousand to go into my deferred account." You get taxed on it. It's kind of like a four hundred one k. You you just it's just deferred. It's deferred income. You basically are loaning the money to your corporation. Okay, at zero percent. No, it makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's not nothing illegal. I'm not saying anything illegal. No, I no, I no, you're not. Yeah. But I'm just saying no, I don't I don't want to give people ideas that. I don't, yeah, I don't think um, I'm not, I'm not running a foul. And you know, these are hard things to do. Only big corporations can do these things. You know, they already have the SEP in there for people, solo case for people, and stuff like that. But um, you know, which you know I take advantage of. So. Uh, all that stuff's there. All it is, you're deferring it to later, and you know. But it only makes sense if you know if you're gonna in ten years you think you're gonna not make as much money, or your corporation's not gonna go bankrupt, right? If you go bankrupt, then that money, they, uh, the creditors, thank you for it. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It does. Um, just out of curiosity, is there a limit to how much you can defer? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, they, they have they have restrictions on this stuff. There's like eighty twenty rules and all kinds of stuff. Okay, yeah, I you know, figured that. Yeah, you know, that you can't like the, you know the wealthiest people in the corp, you know the highest comp. There's high comp restrictions on, on corporations all the time. Boy, welcome to socialized America. This is absolutely incredible. How does this nightmare end, or is it only going to get worse? Well, I don't know how it can get better because we're not, you know, we're not. Um, we're not running, you know, budget surpluses, right? So, um, you know, we're basically on. The, look, this is what I think is going to happen. At some point, they're going to have to. They're going to go negative interest rate, right? So, um, and that's why the, the Federal Reserve wants to have digital money, right? So they could just impose negative rates on you. And so you. Uh, so that's the only way that you're going to get out of it is, that, is as the government spends money, they actually are going to be given more money. So when you have a negative interest rate, right, uh, you're lending money to the government. You're not you're not um, uh, when you when you have your, your money in the bonds, right, you're lending it to them. 
<laughs> wow. So I think that's it's going to have to go there, right? So, you know, uh, I think because they squandered the last 20 years, they, they could have did 100-year bonds to get past the baby boomer. There's a lot of things they could have done. They just chose not to. The Democrats and Republicans decided just to go out to war with each other. And at the end, we're going to all lose. And then the West's going to get what they want. So, and what would that be? Uh, Specifically, what, what are they I mean going to get? Is that, you know, eventually, look, the Federal Reserve, the infinity of Federal Reserve is that the, the, the banks own everything and nobody owns anything, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the, the end game of, of a fractional reserve lending system is communism. Okay, so so I would think before that happens, they're going to blow up the Fed. Okay, uh, they're going to blow up the Fed because the country's still fifty fifty at best, right? So you know, fifty percent of this country is not going to is not going to, and you know what? It'll go seventy thirty because you know even people who are nominally Democrat, right, are going to say they're not going to like the imposition on their life. Okay. And I think it, it'll it'll come to a head. It's just the problem with these things; they come to a head in a violent way. Okay, you know, there, there's none of these ways. Are you never have a benign revolution, right? <clears throat> and unfortunately, the good news for us is that we're going to see it in Europe before we see it here. Holland, yeah, I totally agree with you. This is um, that is not going to go away. And I don't know what you see, but these uh, Dutch farmers. The government's already told them no with one meeting, and so they went out and they immediately put fertilizer in the intersections and lit bales of hay on fire. They're not going to stop, right? No. And I think it's I think it's going to spread to our farmers because uh-huh. we have a fertilizer Pardon problem. Pardon the pun. The manure is going to spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I I hear you. The family show now. We got to be careful. But uh, but I I do you think do you think the Dutch and the example they're setting and Sri Lanka is setting a whole different kind of example, just thuggery and motion. It's kind of like uh, Antifa reversed. Uh, do you do you think those elements are going to come here if uh, the election doesn't turn things around? Um. Well, I don't think the United States is going to have a Sri Lanka moment, but uh, other countries will. If Sri Lanka just happened so fast and it was so small, you know, they just had no room to absorb. <clears throat> I, I think here you're just going to see increasing bifurcation, you know, and, um, and so that I think, but, you know, here, here's my view is, you know, the, I think the country's 60-40 right. We're, we're a right-center country, Okay. It's just that we're getting left center imposed on us. So I, I think you're going to see some snapbacks. Okay. That's why I'm not as big of a fan for Trump running again as I am a guy like DeSantis. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with uh, you. So that's yeah. the problem is that, you know, although, you know, he was a, you know, remember he came in as a swamp killer, but didn't kill the swamp. The swamp actually killed him. And, uh, you know, I think Trump does a lot of things really well, but, you know, I don't know if people are going to have the appetite in two more years just to do civil war with, with on a personal grievance with the Democrats. And that's how he's going to be painted. He's going to be painted. He's not going to run the country. He's going to be painted as a guy who's who's bent on personal revenge. And and I just think I think that will stick with people because he he can be he's very biting. And you know what I mean. And and it, it'll that 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 will stick on people. So, to the extent that you get more people like Carrie Lake, right, and and uh, and Ron DeSantis, and and um, you know the the guy from Missouri, the, the senator from Missouri, Josh Holly, yeah, yeah, reasonably reasonable people, smart, you know, uh, not not the people who lead with get blown up. The people who lead with solutions are going to win. So I think people are getting post-rhetoric. How's that? That's why all this yeah. crap, the gaslighting the Democrats do, people don't even pay attention to it anymore. Bob, let me throw this at you because, uh, you know, and maybe I'm unique in this, but Trump's approach would be effective in one area. 
because uh, I agree with him in this area. 90% of the people working in these bureaucracies in the federal government need to be gone. They need to be stripped of their lawmaking power, which they aren't constitutionally entitled to. And I'm talking the CDC, the EPA, the F, the uh, all of them, FTC, all of these organizations. And I think Trump has the mentality to go in, you know, with scorched earth and get rid of these people. They need to be gone, in my estimation. And I'm just wondering, does he do that better than anybody else? He's proven that he he can't. Okay. All right. Fair uh, enough. You know, Did he learn a lesson? Though? Did he learn the lesson? I don't think he has. I don't think he has the political infrastructure to do it. You know. So um, the people he brought in before half abandoned him and half uh, screwed him. So you know he was down to four or five people that and half of them were family you know if you're going to go after the civil service you better have strong people in there and you better be able to make the case to the american people you know what i mean and and when he does that all he does is scare people so you know you just simply stop hiring okay and or you say i'm moving the department of agriculture to to des moines right you can make that case. Why is it in D.C.? Des Moines, Iowa is the heart of our ag belt, right? And then you're going to force people to either stay in D.C. or move, right? <laughs> so there's a lot smarter ways to do this I than like just that. throwing red meat at people. Bob Kudla, that was genius. I like that idea. I like that a lot. Yeah, I just don't, you know, I don't... You know, we, we suffer from a lack of creativity on the Republican side. That is for damn sure. Yeah, they they think their money talks. I, I, I totally agree. They think that's the first, last I don't think word. people are interested in lower my taxes, lower my taxes, lower my taxes. Okay? I think truly, I think that, that ship has sailed. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're paying, you know, look, if unless you make over $100,000 a year, right, your federal income tax burden is not that much, okay, in comparison to what they're going to give you back. You know, it always goes to people that where it's meaningful, where you're going to make ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar difference, right? Um, you know, but but for the most people, I would say most most Republican voters, you know, they're probably seventy thousand dollars, right? Income, maybe eighty thousand, right? Promising them tax cuts all the time, I'll give you an extra three hundred dollars. No, that's not what they want. I hear you. You're right. They want. They want. I want to control my school with my money. I want to be. You know what I mean. I want to control. They. They're. They're missing the point. They're not. They're not. They're not really listening. You know. They're yeah. just. And and uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. You know. No, you're right about DeSantis. I mean, you just said it right there. I want to control my school. Absolutely correct with DeSantis. Hey, in the time we have left, um, I, I know you want to help people outrun inflation. Um, and you guys have a stellar record of doing that. Let's tell people if they're getting killed by this administration, which a lot of people are, what can they do with Trade Genius to make up the difference? Yeah, so, you know, um, we'll help put you in the stocks and the cryptos that are going to outrun the inflation rate. So there's, there's, um, there actually is a path here. And, and so, and if they toggle into deflation, we're already positioned for that already. So there is a there is absolutely a path in which you can you can outrun the inflation and get control of your of your life. And we also show people, Dave. Uh, I've been showing people how you know with with um, doing credit spreads on spy out of the money. Um, I've been I show people I've been doing this for them now for the last you know six six and a half weeks. You know where they're averaging hundred dollars on a thousand dollars of margin, okay? And so I'm showing people how they can make money. Um, they can make money with credit spreads, very safe, okay? Using our system to know which way to go. Show people how they can make money with dividend-paying stocks, and then coupling that with with selling uh, uh, in the money calls. I mean, out of the money calls, and then showing people how to just buy these stocks that are ready to pop, 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 and and just uh, rinse and repeat. And if you do that, you're going to do well. But, you know, you have to join us, obviously, tradelikeageniuscom and uh, take advantage of the specials to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Dave has them in the room. 65% off for the bundle. That's the best deal by design. 
and you um, and what we charge for service is nothing to what you'll get out of it. Exactly. Well, I mean, I just have all the attaboys here with people that are just kicking butt. It's incredible, folks. Trade Genius does best in a volatile market. I have observed that over the years. I've known Bob, and uh, right now we're volatile. So it's now time to get in there. And some people turn this into second income from our audience. Some have even done first income. So I highly recommend this. Your coupon code is August, and the deal expires on the 14th at midnight. Bob, thanks so much for coming on. Really good insight into what's going on. I always feel calmer after I talk to you. Well, thank you. There's always opportunities, Dave. And um, and just uh, and just remember, you know, don't make yourself a target. <laughs> exactly. I hear you. Yeah. Stay low and just let this storm pass. Thanks, Bob. Take care. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a good one. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.